Hello and welcome to My Favorite Husband from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Yes, it's the new gay family series starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning as Liz and George Cooper, two people who live together and like it. As we look in on lazy little Sheridan Falls, the hometown of the Coopers, we find many signs that summer is over. The leaves are turning red, the Coopers are turning their faces toward home after their summer vacation, and Liz is hoping that all her friends will turn green when they see how she's turned brown. Well, let's pick them up as they drive into town. Jeannie, I hope we see someone on the way home. I can't wait for everybody to see my gorgeous suntan. Oh, oh, there's Harriet. Harriet! Hold on, George. I wanted to see my can. Liz, for heaven's sake, stop waving your leg out the window. <laughs> well, how else am I going to show off my can? I worked hard for it, and I want to be sure that people... Oh! There's the Otterberry. Stop the car. Can't we talk to them later? No. Well, let's go home and get cleaned up. Oh, no. I wanted to see me before I take a bath. I might fade. <laughs> oh, Liz. Mr. Atterbury, hey, we're back. Oh, wait till I receive my beautiful bronze skin. George boy. Hello, Liz girl. Oh. Liz girl. Hello, George boy. Oh. <laughs> Gee, it's good to see you, Iris. How are you? Fine, fine. Oh, we just got back from our vacation yesterday. But tell us about your trip. I'm dying to hear. Well, as you can probably see by looking at me, we went to sunny Lake We went to Moose Head Lodge. Yes. Come on, Iris. Admit it. I'm as brown as a berry. Oh, dear girl. Liz, I'll admit you're a slight babe. But if you want to see a real tan, look at my shoulder. There. Doesn't that look like mahogany? Yes, and it could stand a little sandpapering. <laughs> Wait till I pull my blouse down over my shoulder more. Well, if you want to play that way, let me pull my socks up and you'll see some. Oh, oh stop that, you two. Pull up what you pull down and pull down what you pull down. <laughs> You're collecting a crowd. Yes. Yeah. Come on, Liz. Now cut it out. Oh, uh, Cooper boy, I want to see you in the morning. I may have some good news for you. A promotion. A promotion? Why, George, how wonderful. Oh, uh, no, no, not so fast. It all depends on a new account. Mr. Stevens of International Consolidated. If he places his account with us, we'll move you up to third vice president to handle it. Oh. I'm seeing him tonight. Well, that sounds wonderful, Mr. Atterbury. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh. Goodbye. Goodbye, Mr. Atterbury. So long, pale face. See you later, Snow White. Well, there it is. Our house. You know, George, the best part of the trip is coming home again. Doesn't the place look wonderful? With the green lawn and our lovely little white front porch. White front porch? Our front porch is never white. Well, it's white now. I don't get it. We go away for a month and someone paints your front porch. Uh-oh. That isn't white paint on the porch, George. Oh, what is it? Milk bottles. <laughs> the whole porch is covered with them. Look at this. We're up to our soup and sour cream. Liz, which one of us forgot to tell the milkman she was going away? George, something funny is going on around here. What do you mean? Look at this card for the milkman. It's been checked every day we've been gone. See, a pint of cream, a quart of milk, and a pint of ice cream. Hey, you're right. Now, who would do a thing like that? Hey, wait a minute. There isn't any ice cream here. Exactly. George, 
I think we're about to crack the mysterious milk card paper. What do you mean, Sam? <laughs> I got a clue, sweetheart. Look, there on the ground, a trail of strawberry ice cream dripping. And do you see where it leads? It leads next door. Well, I'll be done. You'd make a good detective, Liz. Uh, except for one thing. What else? Nobody lives next door. Do you believe in ghosts? Now, don't be silly. Ghosts don't eat ice cream. Well, not only that, they don't hang their underwear out on the line to dry. George, someone's moved into that house next door while we've been gone. Someone who likes strawberry ice cream. George, we're on the trail of a lonesome pint. Fine neighbors. They move in and start stealing our ice cream. Come on, I'm going to have a little talk with that guy. The trail is still hot. There's a fresh strawberry handprint on the doorknob. Oh, that burns me up. Watch me handle this guy. My name is Cooper. I'm your next door neighbor, and I ought to punch you right in the nose. My name is Wood. I'm pleased to meet you. What for? I'll tell you what for, you. Uh, let me, George. Uh, we're Mr. and Mrs. Cooper. We're just back from our vacation. A vacation? How nice. Welcome home. Listen, we're mad at you. Now stop being nice to me, or I'll punch you in the nose. <laughs> My, you're belligerent. Well, uh, it's this way, Mr. Wood. All the time we've been gone, somebody's been ordering ice cream on our milk card, and the trail leads right to your front door. Ice cream? Was it strawberry? Yes, it was strawberry. Now, what have you got to say about that? It was delicious. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. You pay for this. Gertrude, now, wait a minute. Gertrude! Oh, she's my wife. Whenever anyone yells at me, I... You've got this all wrong. <laughs> oh, I have. Oh, yeah. One of the children has been bringing some ice cream home every day, but she wasn't getting it from your front porch. Oh, no? Well, where did she get it? The elves gave it to her. Uh, I'm afraid I didn't quite catch what you said, Mr. Wood. I said the elves gave it to her. Yes. Well, uh, we better get going, George. Goblins might get us. <laughs> oh, don't go. Come in and I'll ask the child about it. Well, uh, What did you say your name was? Mrs. George Elf. <laughs> come in, come in. Well, I don't really think we'd better. Nonsense. Sit down. I'll be right back. George, do you think we should call the cops? Cops? What for? Well, I think Mr. Wood has snapped his twig. <laughs> oh, sounds harmless enough. Well, I don't know. That elf business frightens me. You know what they say, an elf never forgets. That's an elephant. <laughs> no, I just wanted to be sure that no one was listening. I don't really believe in that elf stuff. Oh, you don't? <laughs> of course not. I just didn't want to disappoint Joanne in case she was listening behind the door. Oh. She's the most imaginative child we've ever had. Oh, do you have more children? Oh, yes, yes. We have a typical little American family. Six boys and four girls. Six boys and four girls? Yes. It's kept Mrs. Wood and me pretty busy. Oh! He's alive? Oh, yes, he's in the hospital. Well, I don't wonder. I can't wait to learn whether it'll be seven boys and four girls or six boys and five girls. Well, Mr. Wood, you certainly got a lot of little splinters. <laughs> yes. You see, Mrs. Wood was an only child, and so was I. 
And we were so lonely. We vowed that would never happen to a child of ours. Sometimes I think we overdid it. Oh, we farm them out to relatives for the summer. You see that map on the wall? Yeah. Each little thumbtack represents a child. <laughs> so I'm glad you sent them away. It saved us about nine pints of ice cream a day. Yeah. You let me get Joanne in, and we'll see about that ice cream. I really thought she was buying it out of her allowance. But let me handle it, eh? I don't want to disturb her imaginative little mind. Well, I think the other end is the one that needs disturbing. <laughs> Your Come in, Strikefoot. I want to introduce you to some friends of mine who live next door. Next door? Are they elves? Yes. <laughs> oh, this could be great. Come in, dear. Yes, pull up a toadstool and sit down. <laughs> this is Mr. George Elf. He doesn't look like an elf. He's toadstool curl. Well, he just washed his feet and he can't do a thing with them. And this is his wife. Oh, you look like an elf. Well, thank you. I'm surprised I haven't met you elves before, because I'm a fairy queen. Oh, really? Well, I believe your castle takes ice cream from the same milk company we use. <laughs> yes, that's old story to me. He's like that dragon. Oh, come now, Queenie. Dragons don't eat ice cream. Oh, the big ones don't. But he's a small one. Charlie's just a dragonette. Oh, Oh, yes, I've heard of his sister, Jessica. (laughs) Joanne, tell me, where did you really get that ice cream you've been bringing home? In a store where the elves live. Now, whatever gave you the idea that elves live there? Oh, only elves could work for magic. You make a mark on the magic card... And when you get home from school, whatever you ask for is there. Thank you very much, Joanne. And now, dear, disappear. Whoosh! Goodbye. Wait a minute. Is that all you're going to say to her? Well, you wouldn't really want me to punish her, would you? Well, you at least ought to set her straight. Yes, I don't think you're being fair to the child, Mr. Wood. Fantasy is one thing, but snitching ice cream is another. She should be told that there are no such things as elves or fairies, at least in Sheridan Falls. Yeah, that's the last suitcase. What a homecoming. A porch full of sour milk and a neighbor who hasn't got all his buttons. Now what? Mr. Wood. Good evening. Hello, Mr. Cooper. A dreadful thing has happened. It's Joanne. We've broken her little heart. How? She was listening outside the door, and she heard you say there were no such things as elves and fairies. She's been crying her little heart out ever since. Oh, well, I'm sorry, Mr. Wood. Yes. Oh, gee, we didn't mean to do anything like that. I know. And that's why I think my plan might work. Your plan? Yes. I thought I might leave Joanne with you for a little while. And if you acted like elves, (laughs) she might be convinced. What's your other plan? I have none. Well, it's been nice seeing you, Mr. Wood. Let us know how the pancake comes out. I was afraid of that. My wife will kill me when she gets her strength back. (laughs) 
Well, I'll, I'll take Joanne home now. She's waiting out on the floor. Listen to her. The poor kid. George. No. Oh, how can you listen to that and say no? Come on, honey, let's do it for her. It's our fault. Well, but, Blair, you... It just means making believe for a little while, that's all. Oh, how do you get me mixed up in these things? Oh, I knew you did. Give me a kiss on me. Oh, thank you, thank you, Mr. Cooper. You won't regret this. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, how do you make like an elf? Well, to be really convincing, you should shrink to about two feet high. Well, that should be easy. Yes. Uh, what is it you do to my shirt, Liz? <laughs> I know just the thing. Tell her you found her pet dragon. Okay, what does he look like? Oh, you can't miss him. He's invisible. <laughs> mm. Now, I'll slip out the back door, and you call her. And help you. Uh. Joanne. Yes. Uh, Mr. Elf and I have a surprise for you right here in our hollow tree. Say <laughs> something, George. Uh, Joanne, uh, come on in. Use an elf voice. Oh, yeah. Uh, come inside, Joanne. <laughs> you have your dragon in here. Oh, where is he? Oh, is he? Well, uh, he's a. Uh, well, you tell him, Mrs. Elf. Thanks. Uh, he's, he's right over, uh, he's, uh, oh, he's invisible. No one can see him. <laughs> elf can. Oh, I was afraid of that. You're not Elf. Oh, but we are. I'm Who's it, George? Elf, Elf. Too. Let's see you change into another form right before my very eyes. Oh, all right. You go first, George. Where are you, Manny? Maybe first. Uh, we'll do it, honey. But it's too threatening to happen in front of your very eyes. You wait on the front porch, and when you come in, we'll be something different. You'll see. That's wonderful. I want you to change into a troll. A what? A troll. A troll. Oh. And I want Mr. Elf to turn into a brownie. A brownie? A brownie princess. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, now, just a second. All right, Joanne, run outside and wait. Okay. I'll get it. Only the fairy queen can answer the magic phone. Oh. Hello? Mrs. Elf, hello, please. What? I want the Cooper house. What is this, a tea room or something? I want Plaza 9970. This is it. Well, whoever you are, tell Mr. Cooper that Mr. Atterbury is on his way to the house with a new client, Mr. Stevens. And it's terribly important that Stevens is favorably impressed by him. Yes, Your Majesty. Never mind the sarcasm, just tell him. We're on our way. Goodbye. Goodbye. Who was that, dear? It was a secret message for me. For you? Who from? The king of the fairies. Oh. Whoever it was will call back, George. I'll wait outside. Call me when you've changed form. 
time, George. Let's hurry. Oh, no. Go get yourself another brownie princess. Oh, be a sport, George. Joanne is the only one who'll see you. And I've thought of a perfect costume for you. Hmm. What is it? Well, keep on your brown shoes, socks, and garters. And I'll get you that dried grass skirt that Mother sent me from Honolulu. And you can wear my water wing and my brown bathing cap. That sounds like Alice the Goon. <laughs> I could be a sight for sore elves. Uh, what are you going to wear? Well, I guess trolls are sort of funny little animals that live in caves or something. I'll put a stocking over my face and let it hang down like an elephant's trunk, and, and I'll put red rub- rubber gloves on my feet and another pair on my hands, and I'll and I'll walk on all fours. That ought to do it. Look, Liz, I have a better way. I'll get a gun, two bullets, one for each of us. It'll be easy. <laughs> Look, we're in this thing. Let's put our costumes on and get it over with. This is Trooper's house. You'll find he's one of the most dignified, sober, conservative men we have. Well, I don't like to seem fussy, but I do want to meet the man who's going to be responsible for my account if I place it with you. Well, Trooper's your man. He's got both feet on the ground. I'll just ring the bell. Huh? What? Who's that? Me. The Fire Queen. Uh, uh, it must be a neighbor's child. Yeah. Troopers have no children. Oh, uh, oh, that sounds like Liz. She must have seen us come up the walk. Yeah, we can go right in. After you, Mr. Stevens. You know, I... Yeah, wait a minute. Hmm? Are you sure this is the right house? How's it? Why? What's that in the living room? <laughs> On the floor. Some kind of an animal. <laughs> uh, what is it? Search me. Looks like an anteater with sore feet. I, I was doing the dishes. <laughs> I don't want to get dishpan hands. <laughs> you evidently don't want to get dishpan feet, either. <laughs> well, I was mopping the floor at the same time. He's <laughs> a troll. Didn't you know? No. Mr. Stevens, meet Mrs. Cooper. She's a troll. <laughs> How do you do? Uh, you'd better run along, Joanne. What's going to happen isn't going to be very pretty. Can I wait until I see the brownie princess? No, dear. You've got brownie princess. Brownie princess! Well, Liz, Liz, the least you could do is stop this nonsense while Mr. Stevens and I are here. Uh, but, Mr. Atterbury... You can't judge a man by his wife, Stevens. Wait till Cooper comes in. You'll see what I'm doing. Good evening, George. Oh, no. Well, Atterbury, why don't you introduce me to George? I haven't met her yet. Hoover, you're fired. Let's go, Stephen. Oh, wait a minute, please. Sit down. I can explain everything. Don't bother. Here, wait. I'd like to hear what the reason could possibly be. Let's sit down. Well, what's the matter? Let's sit down. Charlie. Charlie? Charlie's her pet dragon. Well, I wouldn't want you. <laughs> oh, come on, Stephen. 
Look, the reason for the whole thing is simply this. This afternoon we told that child there were no such things as elves and fairies, and it broke her heart. Yes, and tonight we convinced her there were such things, and she's happy. Oh, you did? Yes, and I'm glad, whether you like it or not. Add a boy, George. I'll tell you whether I like it or not. Add a boy, George. What? What? <laughs> That's the kind of spirit I like. I've got two kids of my own, and any man who loves children that much is good enough for me. It might be interesting. I never had my affairs handled by a brownie princess before. <laughs> Well, as I was saying, one of the finest gestures I've ever seen. Mr. Third Vice President, oh. uh, what should we put in your office? A desk or a lily pad? <laughs> oh, isn't that wonderful, George? I guess I'd better be going now. Oh, Joanne, I forgot all about you. I'm sorry it had to end like this, dear. Well, that's all right. I'll only be sad until tomorrow. Until tomorrow? Yes, it's my birthday. I'll be seven. And that's too old to believe in silly things like elves and fairies. My Favorite Husband has been presented through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.